following program is intended for mature audiences. Welcome to Rudy's Revelation. It's Sunday, May 16th, 2021. With all the talk about UFOs in the news, this week I'll be talking about Project Blue Book, Project Blue Beam, and Sergey Monnast's theories including Project Blue Book, Project Blue Beam. I'll also be revisiting quickly the circumpunct symbol and how this applies to propaganda and psychology, which I touched on briefly last week. I'll also be talking back to the Sunday Talking Heads on CBS Face the Nation, where Chris Krebs, the former director of Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, news program's favorite cyber warfare flunky and his cryptic statements about government overreach in the wake of the shutdown of the colonial pipeline. Also be checking in on Sunday Propaganda at our favorite feel-good feature news program CBS Sunday Morning our correspondent Jim Axelrod talks with Washington Post reporter Carol Leonig about her new book, Zero Fail, mentioning that members of the United States Secret Service back President Trump's assertion of a stolen election and also examines the past dereliction during the assassination of JFK. We'll also be tearing into the Sunday New York Times, showing how the newspaper continually mischaracterizes the facts to mislead the public. Of course, I'll be going over the weekend headlines all in the next 30 minutes. First, I'll be taking you back to school, giving you some historical context to frame this week's news narratives, and in particular, Project Bluebeam, Sergey Monnast's theories. Right, the word of the day is blue book, of course. A book of specialized information often published under government auspices. Now, most people probably know what Project Blue Book is. Now, Project Blue Book, according to Wikipedia, was the code name for a systemic study of identifying flying objects by the United States Air Force from March 1952 to its termination on December 17, 1969. Now, from the History Channel... Project Blue Book, and I'm going to skip down to Project, the formation of Project Blue Book and the Robertson panel. And in 1953, the Central Intelligence Agency responded to these fears by assembling an expert panel of scientists headed by physicist H.P. Robertson of California Institute of Technology to discuss UFO issues. 
The Robertson panel met for three days during which they interviewed military officers and Project Blue Book officials and reviewed photos and film of supposed UFOs. The panel concluded that there were no basis for so-called extraterrestrial hypothesis and that UFOs posed no security threat. Fully 90% of the sightings, according to the Robertson panel, could be attributed to astrological or meteorological activity or man-made causes such as balloons or searchlights. The panel's findings were not fully declassified till 1979, feeding suspicions that the government conspiracy was in the works. Now, speaking of conspiracy, um, we're going to go to Sergei Manas' Project Bluebeam. Now, a lot of people don't know. Uh, this is just from Reddit, and I just wanted to mention this quickly. This subreddit is focused on discussing Sergei Manas' Project Bluebeam conspiracy theory. We don't actually believe it, but we do have an open mind towards it. But what does that mean? You You rule it out of hand. And then you said you have an open mind. You don't have an open mind if you say you don't believe it. So who is Sergei Manast? Okay, Sergei Manast was a Quebecois, a guy who lives in Quebec, Canada, investigative journalist, poet, essayist, and conspiracy theorist. He is known to English-speaking readers mainly for Project Bluebeam and associated conspiracy tropes. In 1994, he published... Project Bluebeam, in which he detailed his claim that NASA, with the help of the United Nations, was attempting to implement a New Age religion with the Antichrist at its head and start a New World Order, excuse me, New World Order, via technology-simulated Second Coming of Christ. He also gave talks on the topic. Other conspiracy theorists have noted the similarity of Project Bluebeam the plot of Gene Roddenberry's unreleased 1975 Star Trek movie treatment, The God Thing. So let's go, uh, this is from Rational Wiki, because the Project Blue Beam uh, post in Wikipedia has vanished, and now it's only in Rational Wiki. Project Blue Beam is a conspiracy that claims that NASA is attempting to implement a New Age religion with the Antichrist at its head and start a new world order via technology-simulated second coming. And then it talks about Sergei Monast. And it talks about Project Bluebeam has all the hallmarks of a conspiracy. It attempts to shoehorn events that have happened and are happening into a predictive framework. It shows a lack of comprehension of practical psychology of those who are not paranoid. It plays on fears of alleged advanced technology that most people, including its author, do not understand. It's called holograms. Uh, it's not an alleged advanced technology that they're going to pro uh, project holograms into the sky, uh, say it's Jesus, and that, uh, the, or that it's aliens and aliens are Jesus or, or whatever. The theory cobbles together past conspiracy tropes, starting from a paranoia and progressing to technology, implausible plans with motivations that literally did not make any sense. I mean, that's the fact is they put literally, literally did not make any sense. That's just... <laughs> the theorist deaths from the Middle Age of a heart attack cut off as possible spread early and left it short on source material in English. The propagation 
The theory is widely popular for a conspiracy theory on the internet with web pages dedicated to the subject and countless YouTube's videos explaining it. So Project Bluebeam, I mean, they don't even go to what it is. The Project Bluebeam, what it is, is that NASA and the conspirators will um, start, obviously, by talking about aliens, revealing that aliens exist, and that it's going to be a close encounter counter type event and um, somehow they are going to weave Jesus or that this is the second coming uh, or the second coming or, or the prophecies of the second coming referred to this. I think that's probably how they're going to engineer it because in my belief UFOs don't exist so why would the government start coming out and releasing uh, evidence of UFOs. And it's inconsequential, right? What does it matter? Why would you release it? It's inconsequential. So in my view, the only reason they would do such a thing is because it is of consequence because they're going to use um, some sort of giant event, you know, 911 in nature, that is going to mystify the whole world. And that's where the trouble lies, because in mystification, um, you get people's interest, and then, of course, you feed them lies, and it's, uh, it's really an avenue for mind control. So I really wanted to touch really quick on uh, Circumpunct. I didn't do it before. So Circumpunct is the dot, or the circle with a dot in it, uh, you see it all over the place, and they say it's a solar symbol. Um, in Egypt, it uh, represents gold, uh, alchemical, alchemical, excuse me, uh, and the sun, Ra, Egyptian, hieroglyphs, the sun, the sun. So the circle represents God, and the original God worship was worship of the sun. And the dot within the circle represents the germ or the egg, the beginning, the creator. This is the cre everything starts with a germination. Um, it it harkens back to that old adage, which comes first, the chicken or the egg? It obviously is the egg. Everything starts from a germ, even ideas, even propaganda. So everyone's heard the expression planting the seed. This is exactly what they're talking about. You plant a seed, the egg, um, or the seed within an egg, as in reproduction, human reproduction, and then the seed will grow and flourish. So from Gnostic Warrior, the meaning of the circumpunct, and it goes through the whole thing. Uh, they No one really talks about really what it is. Even this quote from Manly P. Hall. The keys to all knowledge are contained in the dot, the line, and the circle. The dot is universal consciousness, the line is universal intelligence, and the circle is universal force, the threefold, unknowable cause of all knowable existence, the three hypostases of Atma. In man the spirit is represented by the dot and conscious activity or intelligence by the line. Conscious activity is the key to intelligence, 
because consciousness belongs to the sphere of the dot and activity to the sphere of the circle, the center and the circumference are thus blended in the connecting line, conscious activity or intelligence, the circle is the symbol of body and body is the limit of the radius of the activity of mind power pouring out of the substance of consciousness. So there you have from the leading authority on uh, Freemasonry, Manly P. Hall, again, dancing around what the circumpunct really is. It is the seed of creation within God. It is the egg, the seed, the germination, the germ, as it was referred to to me by people, by people with occult knowledge. And you can always tell uh, occult, uh, something that's really important to the occult, because if you look or research on try to find out what it really is, they don't really tell you or they give you some sort of side excuse. Less than 3% of you people read books. So we're going to leave you with Rudy's recommendation, reading recommendation, the book here, Project Bluebeam, The Quest for a New World Order and the Rule of the Antichrist. This is by Aidan Brophilus. Project Bluebeam is a conspiracy theory that claims that NASA is in cooperation with other powerful forces in attempting to implement a new age religion with the Antichrist at its head and to start a new world order via technology, technologically simulated second coming. The New Age religion would be the very foundation for the New World Government, with which religion, the fierce dictatorship of the New World Order, would be completely impossible. This book reveals every aspect of Project Blue Beam and all of its shocking details, including included our in-depth explanations of the New World Order, which most people should know by now. So, and it goes through what Project Bluebeam is. Like I said, it's going to be, there's going to be an archaeological revelation, um, and then this other stuff is supposed to happen. And then also we're going to leave you with the book, uh, The Circumpunct, A Symbol of God and Gold. The author discovered this symbol written on many of the rocks in the landscape while exploring the deserts and mountains of Utah, USA. The circumpunct can be found worldwide and is one of the oldest symbols known to man. Follow the author as she unveils clues to the secrets behind the fascinating symbol. Um, that's why people should be interested in the circumpunct, and nobody ever talks about it, even though it says, you know, it's all over the place, including the uh, logo for Target. All right, we're going to rip through the headlines. Uh, Arizona's GOP Maricopa County audit, what you should know about it. So basically, they're doing another audit of uh, Maricopa County, which hasn't voted for a Democratic president since the 1940s. It, it's very, very strange. There are so many statistical anomalies about the election that people should look at those and it'll certainly give you pause about the results. Data, uh, this from Gateway Pundit. Uh, the previous article was by CBS News. Uh, data files reportedly deleted in Arizona before providing machines to Senate auditors may have been recovered by the audit team. 
So they're looking into it. You know my feelings on the subject from the very day of the election. If there's a pause in counting for no good reason in three swing states uh, that basically decided the election, uh, there's a reason for that to be investigated. From the Daily Mail, Florida, Virginia, Georgia, and North Carolina declare states of emergency over gas shortages after Colonial Pipeline hack as a 1,000 fuel stations run dry in southeast as people panic by. Um, we're going to go into this uh, with Richard Krebs, or Chris Krebs, excuse me, um, where he talks about this is socialism. People don't understand that. This is socialism. The government is moving to for um, fuel oversight and private corporation oversight, and you'll see with the cryptic language from Chris Krebs. Yankees COVID outbreak up to nine cases. CDC to look at breakthrough positives. All nine members of the team had been fully vaccinated for the Yankees. The vaccine doesn't work. Um, the PCR tests don't work. Uh, the cycles are turned up too high, and they detect Every coronavirus, coronavirus is very common. People just don't realize any of the entomology here. CDC grossly exaggerated outdoor transmission rate. COVID-19 experts is from the New York Post. No shit. You can't get it outside. On a warm, sunny day, you can't get it outside. And you have to understand that people are different. If you're healthy with a healthy immune system, you're going to be fine. What happened to Van Morrison, the fall from eccentric genius to conspiracy theorist? Again, Van Morrison coming out against the lockdowns, against vaccines, against the New World Order conspiracy theory. And again, lockdown skeptic, rock star Eric Clapton. So you might not believe eccentric old Van Morrison, but how about old rock star Eric Clapton blasts vaccine safety propaganda and claims he had a disastrous reaction the AstraZeneca COVID jab, which made him feel or made him fear he'd never play again. Apparently, his hands went numb. He had a terrible, terrible reaction. And that's why he, he couldn't play while he was having this reaction. Um, he, he's, he's healthy again. But don't, don't look at me and say that the vaccines are safe when people have these reactions. From the Wall Street Journal, police in cities across the U.S. brace for a violent summer, lifting of COVID restrictions, rise in gun purchases as officials on edge in warmer months. It doesn't have to do with gun purchases. Uh, criminals don't buy their guns. Criminals don't buy their guns at gun shops. They buy them on the street. And the reason there's going to be a violent summer is because people have defunded police and then they've agitated and activated um people with gripes, you know, to turn them against the system to bring down the country. Now, I have no love for the system, mind you, um, but this is a good country. We have good laws that offer uh, equal liberties and freedom. From the AP, China lands on Mars in major advance for its space, am space ambitions. Um, we're at war with China, and uh, if you didn't know... Wake up! Wake up! We're at war with a socialist movement of technocrats um, who want to take away individual liberty. You know, 
particularly in this country, because this is the bastion for it in the U.S., but also around the world. From the Hill, five things you want to know about Arizona's election audit. Again, here they go into what's happening. The audit is the latest effort by Trump loyalists in the state to call the results of the 2020 presidential election into question. And then it goes throughout who's who's carrying it out and blah, blah, blah. The fact is there's another recount. There is discrepancies. You know, Dominion won't give the passwords to the voting machines. The Democrats sent an army of lawyers to stop it. Why? I mean, that protest too much. From the Wall Street Journal, Venezuela seizes offices of independent newspaper. That's what you get in communism. The new mask guidance relies on an honor system. Do we trust each other enough to make it work? Now, this is from uh, SF Gate, San Francisco. Um, you shouldn't have to wear a mask. Masks are relatively ineffective. The cloth masks that most people wear are really ineffective. If you wear a N95 mask, it is pretty effective for you and other people around you. Um, the blue surgical masks only protect people from you you don't get protection from it i don't really understand and the only way to spread the virus is through coughing and sneezing it is not aerosolized through you breathing through your nose it's really if you're going inside in a crowded environment it provides some safety i wear an n95 mask when i go inside as a safety precaution i do not wear a blue surgical mask because i'm not sick Stay healthy, stay away from people that are coughing and sneezing. I know it's allergy season, but still, if they, I don't happen to believe in non-symptomatic transmission because you have to build up a load of the virus to be able to shed it. People just have to do their reading. From BBC News, no alternative to vaccine passports is Dubai airport boss. Uh, the vaccine passports are coming, whether you like it or not. This pandemic is basically over. It's going to get restarted in the fall, and then you'll see, then you, then you really see draconian measures. The psychological operations are so sophisticated, people just don't even understand. From MSN, from Bloomberg, a dry pipeline asks, who wants an electric car now? Of course, there's an, when you know it's an operation, when there are many different vectors that they try to capitalize on, information vectors. So it's electric cars. Look, we're running out of gas. You need electric cars, shut down pipelines. It's a, a national security effort. It's you protecting us against, it's a test to see what happens when they start shutting down the fuel because it's coming. Now, I don't believe it was Russians. It was probably the Chinese or the CIA. And they're just, they're probing us. Acclaimed British author Richard Cohen's new book on historians is canceled in the U.S. amid backlash at him for not including enough black academics. From Mediaite, you are entirely and completely incorrect. Watch Fauci's epic throwdown with Rand Paul on Wuhan lab COVID theory. Now, the, it's the theory, the truth is breaking out here. And of course, it's from uh, Mediaite. Watch Fauci's epic throwdown instead of Rand Paul's epic throwdown with Fauci. 
and they, of course it's mediaite, so they label it a theory, it is the most likely origin of the coronavirus, the novel coronavirus. Um, the other one is just implausible. Yeah, turn to the New York Times. From the business section, secret sharers, the hidden ties between private spies and journalists, a booming renegade private intelligence industry is increasingly shaping and misshaping the news. This is, I mean, a private spy agency, not the CIA. And this is where this is a red herring where they talk about uh, Fusion GPS and all this op, uh, op research. Um, they go into Trump and Dictators are using private spies as they freelance intelligence agents. You have to read between the lines, literally. Um, So it's not, this is just the fact that, the fact of the matter is, is spies, intelligence assets, intelligence agents, regularly feed uh, the news to news outlets. They're basically told what to say. That's why if you look on different channels, they're all getting, they all get the same memo. Next article, forget backstage passes or VIP bracelets. Vaccination cards are the new ticket. Tossing their masks, jumping on the side-by-side treadmills, sharing peanuts next to fellow sports fans. The vaccinated find special freedoms await. Um, Like I said, they're going to go ahead with the Mark of the Beast uh, vaccine passports, uh, whether you like it or not, and the social credit score. They are going to squash dissent, and they are going to go after all dissenters um, who are going to be given a scarlet letter of sorts. The next article, is it COVID or the flu? New combo tests can find out. New tests for respiratory illnesses can look for more than 20 pathogens at a time. Basically, if you look at this article, it talks about how masks, how uh, the precautions eliminated the flu this past year. There was no cases of the flu. Everything from gunshot wounds to heart failure to the regular old flu were diagnosed as covid That's why. That's why I have all these crazy cases and all these crazy deaths because people died of other things that was immediately labeled from COVID or with COVID with no proof. Jail time and big fines. GOP seeks harsh penalties for poll workers. Republicans seeking to restrict voting are proposing strict punishments for election officials and workers who make errors or violate the rules. Basically, this is election integrity, but not reported by the New York Times as such. They're giving penalties not to limit voting. And this is the old trope by the Democrats is you have to have election integrity. As Trump said at one point during the debate, that the Democrats cheat. They've always cheated. They continue to cheat. Tensions among Democrats grow over Israel as the left defends Palestinians. Divisions within the party have burst into public view, with the party's ascendant left viewing the Mideast conflict as a Syrian racial justice issue that carries echoes of U.S. politics. Again, rising anti-Semitism. 
against Israel. I'm not a big fan of Israel, but the fact of the matter is it's a free democratic country uh, that isn't uh, really bowing to uh, the wills of external forces. Um, and especially with not Netanyahu in there, he's very Trump-esque. It's just like Bolsonaro in, in Brazil and other world leaders in other places. They want to get rid of these people. So, you know, I don't, I'm not going to weigh in on either. You know, the oppressed became the oppressor in Israel, as far as I'm concerned. But if someone's launching thousands of missiles into your sovereign nation, um, what are you going to do? And then we, you know, I'm not really going to get into um, the Week in Review in the New York Times, um, because they, it was all about uh, the mayoral candidates for the upcoming election. But they did have one op-ed piece. Violent crime is rising. Trust in the police is falling. What should the next mayor do about the NYPD? What should they do about it? Like it's, like it's a problem. What Giuliani did was hire more policemen, make the city safer, and the city flourished. I don't agree with stop and frisk and a lot of other tactics, um, but more police make things safer. That, that's just the way it is. All right, we're going to leave you with the talking heads. First, we got up Chris Krebs. Um, it's a little cryptic, so you got to pay attention here, that he basically says in all his little cryptic verbiage, he talks about the government should... Government security should oversee private business to make it safer. And corporations want to have nothing to do with the government intruding into what they do. It's a free country. It's a free market. It's supposed to be. It should to be done with the stroke of a pen. Uh, sovereign states do not allow criminal enterprises to operate out of their territory like this without repercussions. Without repercussions. The former director of the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency. <laughs> Chris Krebs. The Colonial Pipeline was not intended to undermine American infrastructure. The president signed an executive order this week. I think it's a, a really ambitious uh, plan. I think it should be in effective if implemented properly. So your argument is that in a company tax cut campaign to provide for government, they'll use those same new higher quality products they create in the private sector. The same code that goes out for government is going to go out to industry. <laughs> The, the Congress needs to put into place additional personnel as well as funding to execute these programs. So you didn't necessarily get the full attention of the U.S. government and some of our allies. But I think we've broken through that threshold. The Congress contemplates an infrastructure bill. They've got to include cybersecurity investments in that bill. Uh, sovereign states do not allow criminal enterprises to operate out of their territory like this without repercussions. Is there any way to make paying ransom illegal, and do you think uh, that should be on the table? Uh, yeah, sure, it could be done with a stroke of a pen, but at a bare minimum, any organization that suffers a ransomware attack should be required to notify the federal government. They're going to put you all back in chains. Seeking a license to pay that ransom where the information on a the victim is tracked as well as where that money goes so we can continue
All right, it was a little cryptic, so it was hard to follow along. Let's go now to uh, Washington Post reporter Carol Leenig about her new book, Zero Fail, who um, really disses the Secret Service, but particularly the Secret Service behind Trump. And um, what she does touch on the Secret Service big fail um, in the Kennedy assassination. They are symptoms of something larger going on behind the scenes. Rioters in various amounts of war gear. We're not really letting them be able to do their job and deliver on the promise they've made. The Secret Service can't afford to fail, even once, in its mission to protect the president. Which means there's no ignoring some of the charges in our next story. It was all there plain to see on January 6th. The valor of the Secret Service agents protecting Vice President Mike Pence. So the bravery is pretty amazing when they find a way to surreptitiously leave as people are tromping through the building, rioters in various amounts of war gear. Pulitzer Prize-winning Washington Post reporter Carol Lennig spells out in her new book about the Secret Service, Zero Fail. There was another, darker side to the agency on display that day as well. There are a lot of members of the Secret Service Presidential Protection Division who cheer on that riot on the Capitol grounds that day. How do we day. know that? In social media posts, many of these people shared their views, explaining that the election was rigged. Donald Trump has been denied his fair and rightful second term. This is a great agency with unbelievable patriots. The modern Secret Service is less than 60 years old. Consider that in August of 1962, President Kennedy could sneak away from his detail during a weekend in Santa Monica and go for a dip on a crowded beach. In Dallas, Texas, three shots were fired at President Kennedy's motorcade in downtown Dallas. Dallas changed everything. President Kennedy died at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. JFK's death was a gut punch to the country like no other. But if you think it was bad for the country, you have no idea how bad it was for the Secret Service. One of the most fiercely debated aspects of the Kennedy case is the conduct and response of the Secret Service agents responsible for protecting the president on that fateful afternoon in Dallas. Clearly the Kennedy detail failed their mission of safely escorting the commander-in-chief through the most hostile stop of his trip to Texas. Questions linger regarding whether or not this failure was due to incompetence, recklessness, inebriation, outright treason. The training and protocols of the post-Dallas Secret Service saved President Ford from not one, but two assassination attempts in 1975. My God, there's been a shot. There's been a shot. Mr. President! And prepared Agent Tim McCarthy to take a bullet meant for President Reagan in 1981. There's no more heroic image of that than Tim McCarthy on the day outside the Hilton when John Hinckley shoots at Ronald Reagan. And Tim McCarthy, what does he do? He throws up his chest to take it. That urgency has been eroded by insufficient budgets ever since the Secret Service was absorbed by the Department of Homeland Security in 2003. On November 11, 2011, 
A man fired a rifle at the White House, striking the building seven times. The Obamas weren't home, but their daughters were. Despite agents reporting gunfire, Lennig writes they were told by superiors to stand down. Clearly the Kennedy detail failed their mission of safely escorting the commander-in-chief through the most hostile stop of his trip to Texas. The U.S. Secret Service is aware of a newly released book which rehashes past challenges the agency overcame and evolved from. The agency's skilled workforce is dedicated to the successful execution of its critical missions. The leadership became more frightened of letting people know how bad it was behind the curtain. The agency has demonstrated remarkable valor and bravery. We're not really letting them be able to do their job and deliver on the promise they've made. They are symptoms of something larger going on behind the scenes. And if these failures can happen, it's just a matter of time. Shouldn't we pay attention before that happens? Shouldn't we do something before that happens? Outright treason. Indeed we should. That's it for us. I'll see you next week. Sunday, Rudy's Revelation. Check us out on Facebook and Twitter.